everybody. Welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. My name is Jared and I am the Preacher Dad. I blog over at PreacherDad.com where you can find biblical perspectives on everything from parenting to politics. We are trying to inspire and equip uh, Christians all over this country to uh, impact the next generation for Christ. So um, here I am on the way home and... Uh, I live in Georgia, and we have been inundated and bombarded by all manner of political ads because of the runoff election coming up for the Senate on December the 6th. So, you know, we got ads everywhere for either Raphael Warnock or for Herschel Walker, and uh, I, of course, support Herschel Walker, and I have honestly been a little bit surprised at how much... My fellow conservatives oppose him. Uh, he, they, they feel like he's just saying what he's got to say to get elected, and all kinds of stuff like that. And I just don't believe that they are correct. And I, I feel like Herschel Walker, you know, has some things in his past that are not good. But he's a different person. Uh, there's a difference when Jesus comes into your life and makes a difference in your life. And I think that's happened for Herschel Walker and all the things that he's been attacked on and, and honestly he's being lied about and lies thrown around about him all over the place. Uh, those are all from, you know, back long ago. And I really do support him as the best choice for Senate, certainly better than uh, the quote reverend, can't hardly say that, Raphael Warnock, who believes it's acceptable, uh, biblically speaking, for uh, parents to murder their children, and is not willing to define a woman, cannot tell you what a woman is, I tell you, he supports Joe Biden's agenda all over the place, that is not what we need in the United States Senate. So, uh, anyway, I guess I, what, kind of what inspired me to, to talk about this tonight is the fact that on Tuesday, November 8th, uh, we had an election and the turnout from uh, Christians, the faith turnout, was abysmally low. Uh, only about 50% of registered voters came at all. Uh, but the information that I'm receiving is that uh, in, in uh, areas of the country that are strong in Christian presence, the turnout for voting was very low. That is just incredible uh, to me. I was raised in a uh, Christian home where my dad was a political science major, and so he, he followed politics closely. He, was, uh, he, he ran for office a few times. He was involved in influencing civil government. And I believe that that is a biblical position to take. God invented civil government. Uh, that, this is not a construction of man. Civil government itself was invented by God. Just like God founded the family and God founded the church, God also founded civil government. And he intends for Christians to have a part in the governance of our nations. Whatever nation we live in, 
He expects us to be salt and light, but that involves making a difference in the area of government. And it honestly shocks me when Christians, uh, they claim that uh, they just want to stay out of it because it's so dirty or, uh, you know, pastors are unwilling to boldly take a stand on a particular position um, because there are people that dis would disagree with them in their congregation. Well, if a pastor didn't say things that people would disagree with, he would never say anything. You have to be courageous sometimes as a believer and as a leader in the Christian world. Uh, you have to have courage to say the truth. And you need to be able to defend your position from the scriptures. But when that position is clear, it is it is wrong for us to say, well, I just I just choose not to not to enter into that arena. We've got to be willing to make a stand to take a position and make that position public because we are confident that that position is based upon biblical principles and ideas that are firmly rooted in Scripture. The Scripture takes a position on a lot of the issues we are faced with today, including taxation, including uh, the gender ideology debate in our society, including the value of human life, uh, including the sanctity of marriage, including uh, how elections should be conducted. The Bible speaks upon a lot of these issues. Now, I won't say it talks about every single thing, but it's surprising how many issues the Bible speaks to. And so as believers in Jesus Christ, forget talking to pastors. I'm not talking just to pastors today. I'm talking to believers. Believers, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, we have to be engaged in our culture. We have to be. It is a non-optional biblical principle that we are engaged in the culture in which we live to bring the salt and light of God's word to that place. It's not accept it's not an acceptable position for a Christian to sit on the sidelines and just watch what happens when all of the political people duke it out. Politics might be dirty sometimes, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't get in there and try to do things the Christian way, the godly way, being willing to apply biblical principles in the civic arena. We have to. Now, folks, the most, I'm not, you know, all I'm asking for right now today is that believers do their most basic civic duty and go out there and vote according to biblical values. Vote according to biblical values. That is, to me, one of the most basic things a Christian should do, in my opinion. And, and that opinion is founded upon biblical principles and biblical morals. You know, the Bible says that if we see our brother headed for destruction and don't say anything to him, then his blood is on our hands. The Bible says that if we see something bad about to happen to someone else, and we don't do anything about it, don't try to help avert that destruction, 
we are in the wrong. And when our nation is just absolutely losing its sanity, when we are headed for destruction, when we are embracing evil and wickedness to the point that we are glorifying child sacrifice, you think I'm being, I'm, I'm speaking hyperbole, you think I'm, I'm saying things that are outrageous? In, in advertising campaigns in this country, we glorify child sacrifice and do honor to Baal, the god of child sacrifice. We are willing to mutilate children, willing to kill children in sacrifice to our gods in this nation today. If that doesn't sound like the Canaanites of old, I don't know how to convince you. It is, it is unbelievable what we do in this country and what we justify. Those, those things that I've just mentioned are not, are not called out. They're not condemned. They're not, um, they're not, they don't bring disgust. They're just ignored, except by the people like me that go, what in the world are we doing? So in this country, which is just embracing destruction and evil and wickedness of every kind, we have Sodom and Gomorrah and the land of Canaan just kind of all wrapped up in one big package here in the United States of America. Christians sit on the sidelines and do nothing. We sit and watch things that are happening. We do not engage in the battle by simply going out and voting for the most biblically sound candidate we can. Now, does that mean sometimes we have to hold our nose and pull the lever? Yes, it does. Sometimes we have to, you know, just grin and bear it. I mean, not grin and bear it. We have to clench our teeth and vote for somebody that we really would rather not vote for. But because that is the best and most effective way to advance the gospel, to advance the truth, to protect our neighbors from the destruction and wickedness of our day and age, that's what we do. We get to the polls. Folks, if you're in Georgia, or you know someone in Georgia, you do not have to have voted in November in order to vote in December. December 6th is a runoff election. That means if you forgot to vote or you just didn't think it was important and you want to vote this time, you can. Get to the polls on December 6th or by December 6th. You can vote early. That's okay. But ladies and gentlemen, and I know many of you may not be in Georgia, and that's fine. But in this nation, and at this time of history, Christians need to rise up and vote. Christians need to get engaged in the battle. Because if we don't, we will see destruction upon our families, children, loved ones that we have not even imagined. We have not fathomed the level of persecution that will come upon believers in the United States of America if we don't stand up and say something now. And you say the most in many circumstances by the way you vote. We as Christians need to vote. And then we need to take a step further and get involved in voting in the primary. And then we need to take a step further and get involved in educating ourselves about the people that are running and, and about the local issues that are in our own, our own um, communities. We have got to. We have got to. Christians, get off the sidelines and get in the game. Grab a weapon and go to war because if we do not, we're going to lose. And I mean, ultimately, we win in the end because the Lord Jesus is the ultimate victor. Um, but uh, 
we, we are going to lose this nation and we're going to lose all kinds of life. Human life will be lost if we don't get off our butts and, and start fighting. We've got to start fighting. And the first thing we do is we figure out a way to get to the polls on November 6th, November 8th, or whatever day it is for, for, um, for voting in your community. Get to the polls. Go vote. I mean, if you don't know who to vote for, just take your best guess. Pray over it and say, well, Jesus, I hope this one works out. And then make sure to educate yourself better before you go to the polls next time. Call somebody you know who knows about the race, who knows about local politics, and can tell you something. We've got to get informed. We've got to get engaged. Folks, that's just all there is to it. This is a foundational biblical truth that we must do. All right, well, soapbox done. I hope you have a great night and a great evening. I hope that you have a great weekend, and I hope that if you're in Georgia, you get out to the polls and you vote. You vote uh, by December 6th. Vote for Herschel Walker. And uh, I pray the Lord will bless you and give you grace. And if you want to find out other ways that you can push back against the evil of our time, go to PreachYourDad.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll get you our new report about 10 ways to push back in the culture war. All right, folks, have a great night. God bless. Bye-bye.